to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Fucking Rip. Where we get your bitch wetter than that fucking pool that she's been at all day today. Happy Memorial Day to y'all motherfuckers. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. You know, thank God for the veterans, all the people that served. The reason why we fucking have this holiday and shit. Uh, yeah, that's basically all I had to say. Thank you guys. Appreciate the service. Appreciate the red, white, and blue. Reason why we're here today. And yeah, man, hopefully y'all had a kick-ass day. Appreciate it. Yep. Another week, another fucking pod. You guys already know the fucking deal. We never miss out. We're here every fucking Tuesday. Just like that. We got another good one for you fucking guys. Another guest. We've been, you know, me and D have been out here fucking searching, trying to get these bomb ass fucking guests in. And we got a fucking G on the line coming up. So I want to introduce my buddy, Alex. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, boys? Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I go to school with Deontay. Um, we just finished. Yeah, so, we did. You know, summertime, baby. Uh, let's let's have a good time. And yeah, I'm here today to just talk about my my experience in, you know, undergrad and just Greek life and yeah, let's get it right into it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be the main focus of this pod. We're going to go deep into, you know, kind of, I want to try to unhinge some of the secrets with like fraternity and Greek life, maybe go through some like misconceptions that, you know, people from the outside in might have about it. But I think a good way to start is going to be just how D and Alex have know each other. Like how do you guys, you know, how you guys became friends and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, Deontay and I went to school together, or go to school together. Um, we just finished our first year of pharmacy school. Um, Dope-ass guy. You know, I probably <laughs> met him, I think I met you, what, orientation like, week, yeah, I think? Yeah, orientation week, because you came, you and uh, fucking, who sits in front of me? Ah, uh, damn, I forgot. <laughs> Bro, he sends me shit. Jay. Oh, Jay, yeah. Jay, Jay said, what's up to me? Yeah, and then you were with him, and you were like, what's up, bro? I'm Alex. And I was like, all right, cool. I fuck with y'all. And then... uh no, bro. I think the very first time we went out, we went and met at Jackson's. And, bro, I fucked with you because you were fucked up, but you were dancing. And you were, like, getting down and groovy. And I was like, who is this guy, bro? Promise you, I was I was 100% hit that night. Uh, it was a good night. Uh, I remember it. Kind of, sort of. But, yeah, man, uh, Deontay's a great guy. And, you know, we uh, we go out, you know. We do. We just Sometimes we're going out more this summer for sure. Um, but, yeah, dude, um, cool-ass guy. Mike, I met through Deontay. Yeah. Another cool ass guy, and yeah, dude, just the boys hanging out all summer. Yeah, no, it's pretty chill, bro. Alex is a great fucking dude. If you guys, most of y'all have probably never met him. Those of y'all in our pharmacy school, what's up? Shout out class of twenty twenty six. Those of y'all that didn't make it, sorry. Try harder next semester. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and just going off what Alex said too. I like he said I met him through D chill ass fucking guy you could just tell he's like you know down to earth you know ready to fucking have a good time and those are the people that i always vibe with if you're ready to go out and you're ready to have a good fucking time and you're not worried about taking fucking four shots to the dome you're my fucking homie i'll be down to ride with you and we'll see where the night takes us and that's definitely how i feel about alex so like i said the main focus of this pod is going to be fraternity and greek life so i guess we could just kind of start i want to ask alex like what influenced you to even like join Greek life? Describe which college it was at where you did it and just kind of go into, I guess, how you got into Greek life in general. Yeah, bro, for sure. So um, a little bit of background for that. Um, I think it kind of we will talk about how. Yeah, where, where, hold on. Where'd you go to fucking school at? 
Yeah, so I went to school at a place called IUP. Um, it's like in Western PA, Pennsylvania. Um, okay. So it's it's kind of like an hour outside of Pittsburgh and like an hour outside of Penn State. So it's like right in the middle. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was from like the eastern side of the state. Uh, when I went to college, you know, I moved out there and I didn't know a soul, right? So I didn't know anybody um, coming in there. And, you know, I just kind of took the first semester as like kind of a feel out period a little bit. Um, I was able to meet a couple of guys, um, you know, just through the grapevine and, and classes and shit. And from there, you know, I, you know, still didn't really know anybody because a lot of the people who actually went to my undergrad were from Pittsburgh or Philly. And there was like no in between. So I'm coming in there, not knowing a soul, you know, from a small town. And at the end of the day, I was just like, yeah, like I need to meet people. So I just met a couple of guys and they were in the fraternity. And, you know, the worst part is going into college, I always knew, I kind of always liked like the fraternity lifestyle. I didn't really know much about it, obviously, just as like a high school kid. Um, But, you know, I just knew like the connections you can get, the networking and shit and I mean, damn. The like, fucking good times, bro. Be honest. Because yes, if I, bro. whenever I think of frats, I think of fucking Project X. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. It was fun. It's fucking fun. So the place that I decided to rush, right? And like, I always knew I wanted to go into Greek life, but, um, you know, everybody was like scared of it. They were, they oh, were okay. intimidating, especially as like freshman guys. Um, they're like, damn, like you're going there. And I was like, I'm the type of person to, if I'm going to do something, like I want to put, I want to have the most opportunity to make the best experiences that I can in college because I'm paying for it, right? Yeah. So right. at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna do the best one. Like, I'm going to rush the best one. So uh, I met a couple of guys there that were chill as fuck. And yeah, dude, it's kind of how it started, man. That's how the journey started. What's your frat? Um, so the frat itself, it's called, uh, it's called Phi Kappa Psi. Um, pretty, uh, it's, it's nationally recognized. So it's pretty, you know, it's pretty sick. Uh I was able to, I had the opportunity to actually go to a leadership conference like later on in the, in my undergrad, but, um, for it and met a couple of guys from other chapters and shit. But yeah, dude, um, it was one of the two on campus that was nationally recognized. So you have like local charters, frats that are just like basically clubs. I mean, realistically, just um, go, they get fucked up and that's kind of like their I mean, that realistically, that's all the fraternity is. It's just guys, you know, with, with some sorority girls and just people that they know. Um, just having a good time and they, they put a label on it. That's about it. So, um, yeah, it was Austin and other fraternity were like the only two on our campus that had national organizations associated with them. So, okay. Yeah. That's chill, bro. Okay. You know, one of the things that I was going to ask, did you have to go through like some sort of hazing thing? Cause I know I yeah, go bro, to, were they shoving soap <laughs> up your ass? <laughs> yeah. Like, were they like fucking bitch slapping you and shit and trying they to make get you drink you? a whole fucking handle of vodka? Like Steve will do it. <laughs> and then you fucking twist it on a bat. And they were like, okay, do your homework. Because I know some of my, like, first conceptions, like, when I, obviously, I went to Mines, which is a very nerdy school, not really a party fucking school at all. Not, yeah. nothing near to Boulder. So, like, when I was thinking, I was like, why the fuck would I join a Mines frat? You know what I mean? If I was going to join a frat, it'd have to be, like, a Boulder frat or some people that are going to actually go fucking yeah. hard and party and shit. I'm not going to waste that. my time doing that. But, like, they didn't do none of that really hazing shit. It was just kind of like, you got in and you were a part of the frat. You did, like, you know, some little activities, ran the orgs. But I'm assuming from your frat, like, was there a hazing period or like, how did you get into that shit? So I'll tell you what. Um, yes, obviously. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like a lot of the things that you hear about that stuff, they're accurate and they're not. I mean, I'll, the worst part is that the people that you hear it from generally aren't in Greek life. 
So it's kind of like a different perspective. And like, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about this later on in the pod, but um, just like misconceptions that people have that aren't in it. And like that, I'm telling you right now, that spirals out of control. Like somebody says something and it gets twisted and it just keeps going. It's like, it's just like a snowball effect with that. But, um, you know, generally I would say if you're joining an organization like that, you know, that's a, that's quote unquote a brotherhood. You would generally expect that you would have to be initiated somehow. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about like my process and stuff, but, um, at the end of the day, like. What was it? Yeah. yeah let's just go well, yeah, straight let's into, just go it. into it. Like what's yeah. your, what was your hazing process? Yeah, bro? Like, so <laughs> what they I'll make you, you what, do. I'll tell you what. So we'll start off with like me being initiated. So. Did they um, shove this fucking bottle up your ass? Not, bro? not, no, no. One Corona bottle <laughs> in your fucking asshole. He, uh, Deontay has a Corona bottle in right now. He did, they did not do that. I can say that um, on record. Um, but yeah, so basically what happened was is that every single Greek organization, when it's time for new rushes to come, they have to wait. So, so I was a freshman when I rushed. Yeah. Okay. okay. So our specific school, um, you have to wait until the spring semester of your freshman year to rush. Oh, okay. So you can't just rush as soon as you go in because kids might drop out and like the school low key knows that. And like, they're like, okay, like let's make sure that this kid's like got his shit together and is like somewhat competent. And then like we can, you, you're able to rush. So for guys and girls, it's different. Um, but for the guys, basically what, what it is, is, you know, somewhere I rushed in spring of 2019. Um, and you know, the fraternity that I rushed at and every single fraternity generally around the country has these things called rush events. And these rush events are basically opportunities for either. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a freshman to rush. You can be like a sophomore, junior, senior, anything like that. But, um, it's generally younger, younger kids, uh, like freshmen and sophomores. So you go in and they just have like a meet the brothers event or they have various events that you go to and you meet the guys and basically they decide if they fuck with you or not. And it's called, um, it's called getting a bid. So for me specifically during the rush events, um, I had an interview, right? A fraternity interview and it All would right. go exactly how a fraternity interview think it would go. <laughs> so they were asking me, you know, like what type, what type of girls I like, you know, like craziest stories um, like who's the ugliest, basically like these pictures of the fraternity are called composites. Okay. They would call, they would be like, Oh, who's the ugliest brother that like gets no, gets no, like, gets no women bitches. at all. Gets yeah. no females, anything like that. <laughs> I like how Alex is being so correct. Cause I know he didn't have this fucking microphone. Let me be like this. Any chicks gets yeah. no pussy, bro. Any chicks. Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all say? Cause me and you are just like, <laughs> these bitches are ugly, bro. Yeah. I mean like, yeah, that's basically what they asked. And I was like, obviously you have to pick one. And then basically, like, as a as a brother, you actually review all of the interviews, and then you as a as, as a fraternity decide if the kid gets a bid or not. So, basically, I got a bid um, from two fraternities that decided to join the one that um, to join the one that I joined, uh, Phi Kappa Psi. And what's the type of chick you're into, bro? Yeah, Since yeah, you brought yeah. that up. Yeah. yeah? So yeah. when they asked you, when they're like, you know, what kind of chicks are you into? Like, what did you say? How so did you I word was, this shit? Yeah, yeah. I, that's actually a really good question, Mike. Um, I was a young, bushy-eyed, eighteen-year-old kid, so I was like typical blonde, you know, um, blonde, you know, like really nice, down to earth, and uh, you know, treat me right. That's what I said. I said she. Hopefully, she'll treat me right. I think that got me a lot of brownie points. Uh, oh, okay. Just the future in the. Uh, well, bro, that's up for interpretation of what they mean by treat me right. So they're like, all right, I kind of fucking like this is just <laughs> the way you said it in the vocabulary that you use. Yeah, the specific vocab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they actually show the interviews to like sororities too. 
Oh, okay. So that so basically, like the brothers review it, and obviously they're not going to show the interviews of the kids that didn't get in, but the fraternity does a really good job at acclimating you to Greek life and like making sure that you know everybody, specifically sororities. Okay, and that was one of the questions that I was kind of going to ask is because I've always noticed, like even in like mines, obviously it's not at that big of a scale, but like the Greek life is very like intertwined with the sororities, like they go hand in hand. It's usually a Greek life guy is going to be fucking around with some sorority chick. Exactly. Low-key, I wouldn't say it's a cult. I know, I've know i heard it called a cult before. It's definitely not a cult. It's more like a club is the way that I look at it. Like, if you're in Greek life, like, you could be from a different fraternity, sorority, anything like that. Like, generally, we're, we're going to fuck with each other because, like, we, we know the same things. Like, we've been through the same stuff. Same due process. You know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's almost like getting initiated into that. You have some sort of respect for somebody. So... You know, like whether it's sorority or fraternity, because sororities hate too. Like, like they really do. Like, low key, um, pretty bad. I've seen it firsthand, and it's 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 not. Uh, what is it, bro? What is it? Say say the worst thing you've seen. You don't have to mention the sorority or whoever it was, but I just want to hear, bro, because I saw that fucking light go off in your mind right now, and you're like, hey, it was. I know fucking. what I'm. You saying. have a very <laughs> attached memory. I know what I'm gonna say. Let's put it that way. Um, just the worst thing I've seen, just like in anything or. No, from the sorority. I want to hear the sorority one. Um, so the sororities would like, dude. The sorority, the sorority girls were mean, bro. So basically, like while I was a brother, um, we would have like these date auctions. Oh, okay. And basically, what a date auction is for those of you who don't oh, know. Oh shit, bro! Is, a date auction. Yeah. Like fucking slavery trade. <laughs> <laughs> so to raise money as a as a fundraiser oh. for Greek life. Yeah, it was like a fundraiser. Um, <laughs> we and another sorority would team up. Right. And basically all of Greek life could bid on us. And they basically have us for like four or five hours. They could do whatever the fuck they want. They could, you know, like if they want to, if they really fuck with you and you're fucking with them, like have sex or anything like that or anything like, like realistically that you could think of, like, or just like make you clean their house or like just walk their dog or just hang out or anything. So our sister sorority, um, Delta Gamma actually, uh, oh, shit. always used to bid on us, like, like, are like me and my brothers specifically so they could they could fuck with us that was kind of like their thing and it was it was funny at the time but i mean the worst thing that that they would make us do was um the sorority girls they would like hose us down with cold water you know like and we kind of knew that going in like oh like okay they're gonna mess with you a little bit exactly and like they should because they're raising money for us so like we didn't mind it at the end of the day okay yeah Um, bro i'd be fucking hype if a sorority chick was like I'll bet ten thousand dollars that I'll fuck you tonight. I'd be like, yes, yeah, I'll take that bid. <laughs> I don't know if it was ten k, but it was like twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Like, for I'll guy, go for that's fucking fifty cents and a nickel. Yeah, I feel that. So I mean, like, it was cool, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you'd be like, so basically, what happened to us? And like, this happened. This would happen every single year. Like, they would blindfold us, you know, take us to their basement, and just start screaming at us, screaming at us, and like telling us to like do push-ups or something like that just like regular shit and we'll go into like the other stuff okay um that happened specifically with my experience because i i do want to say right now like before we get any further that my experience was a lot different okay than a lot of other fraternity okay. guys just because like i've talked to other people and like our <laughs> our specific fraternity was fucking crazy like it was wild it was a bunch of fucking absolute Gens, low life scumbags, but yeah, at the end of the day, I love those guys. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, 
What did they do, bro? What did the first the sorority girls do? Yeah, so oh, oh shit, my fault. Um, so I mean, they would hose us and like they would just like they would make us like work out and stuff, scream in our ear like, oh, like. What did you actually feel about fuck. that, bro? Like, What's what was that? your actual opinions on that? Like, when you were in like doing it, were you like, this is kind of cool, or were you like, what the fuck with is the this sorority? Shit? With the yeah, sororities. Sororities. yeah, with the sororities. Yeah, so for the first time, I was a pledge, and we'll get into like pledging. I know we talked a little bit about like my rush process. Okay, so I'll talk to you about like initiation night and and pledging. Okay, too, but uh, because I'm not gonna lie, bro. If a five three one ten bitch was like, get on the fucking ground and do some push ups, I'd be like, exactly, bro. I'd be like. All right, you fucking dumb broadhead. Exactly, exactly. But like, realistically, there would be like ten of us that got um, ten of us that got quote unquote bought by the sorority. Okay, and there'd be like fifty of them. So like, it's like a numbers game. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a numbers game, and and that's a lot of like with fraternities and stuff like that. It's like, I know that I've heard I've heard a lot of people just talk about pledging and stuff. Like, oh, I wouldn't take that shit. But it, you know, if you want to join somewhere and like you're really fucking with the guys. At the end of the day, like you'll probably do whatever. If there's ten of you and there's eighty of them, it's a little different. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, the sorority girls. I mean, they would just like scream at us, like, "Oh, like you're ugly as fuck, like piece of shit." They did that with everybody. Yeah, they would just make you feel terrible. And, was like, there any guy that was like Loki? Kind of took that shit to heart and was like, "Damn, bro, fuck this shit." Nah, we were a bunch of dogs, man. We, okay. We so like, the the cool thing about it was that like they were our sister sorority, so we hung out with them every weekend. Oh, so okay. like it was like it's not like it it's was only random ass chicks. Yeah, like we knew who they were. Okay, and like we're cool with them, but like it's like funny, at the end of the day, and so they get their money's worth by doing it. Okay, that, that's kind of what it's there for, because um, we generally know that like what's gonna happen going into it. It's not like we're getting shell shocked. As a pledge, I was shell shocked. I couldn't believe it because it was before. It was even before I got um, before I started pledging. So basically, during rush week. You get a bid at the end of the week. Okay, yeah. Right? So go more into like that because I truly don't know much about Greek life. So you were rushing and then you got the bid and then kind of go into like that next process of like the whole pledging. Definitely. So um, basically you have a rush week and you end up getting a bid, uh, which is basically the fraternity or sorority. I mean, both of them get bids uh, saying that, hey, we want you to join. Uh, Just some random guy was like, I fuck with this guy. Like we, we got to get him in. So yeah, like, like with the interviews and stuff, like the fraternity generally gets a gets an idea of who you are and like a lot of the guys will vouch for you if you know them they'll be like yeah like this guy's cool as fuck same with same with girls like yeah like i really like her stuff like that and they'll send out like a formal bid um and you have a week to accept it so you get the bid i got the bid on sunday after the rush week and you know i was gonna join obviously i wasn't gonna go to the rush events if i wasn't gonna join so um i just told them yes and then basically the next weekend you have a week until you have what's called bid uh pin in night so basically throughout that entire week, you know, I'm talking to the guys like, hey, like I'm really excited to, to pledge, blah, 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 blah. I'm um, talking to the other pledges and shit. Um, other guys that got bids, they kind of introduced us all before we, before initiation night. And basically I get a text, right? Initiation night's Saturday. I get a text on Friday night and they're like, all right, tomorrow night, come, you know, dress to the nine as, as good as you can and just bring money with you. They're like, just bring money with you. Okay. I was like, okay. That's a little weird. How much right. How much did you take? Uh, I took like 50 bucks just because I wasn't sure. Like, I wasn't trying to like take too much. Take like fucking 400. But you, you also have to just understand like as a, as an 18-year-old, I was 18. I yeah. Think I, actually, I think I just turned 19. So we're you all know, fucking broke. I've heard everything about this place. Like, I've heard everything about Greek life. Oh, like they do this, that, and the other thing. Like, you're going to get absolutely fucked up. Like, you're making a mistake. Like, 
you know, and these things are just going through my mind and I'm just like, fuck it. Like, let's get it. You let's know see what, I mean? what it's actually about. Yeah. Like, let, let's, uh, I'm going to be about it type shit. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I get there on Saturday and I, I'm dressed up. They blindfold me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, shit's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so, I get blindfolded. I'm expecting to get fucking pegged or something. You'd think I'd so, be, right? I'd be shitted, my. I'd be fucking like, shitted. So I knew they didn't do any of that. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I knew like it wasn't like that oh, okay. specifically. Which which it wasn't by the way. They don't way. fucking harass you like straight up fuck you and shit. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. They don't like and and everybody listening. If you have if you've ever heard that from a Greek like from anybody, chances are they're not in Greek life. They don't know what they're talking. That's about. a misconception. That's All a hundred percent right. a misconception. Um, write that, that down in the book. Lay it to rest. Does not happen. So, I get blindfolded. Um, me and like the other ten guys that I'm with, and we go up to like this room, and it's. I mean, for those of you who are listening that are in Greek life, you'll know what I'm talking about, most likely. Um, for those who aren't, it's probably going to be a little weird, but it's almost like a seance, bro. So, <laughs> basically, you go in this dark room, and everybody's standing there, right? And you take your blindfolds off, and you're like, what the fuck? There's, like, candles, and, like, they pin you in, quote-unquote. So, they, like, basically, the president says this ritual, and they talk about stuff specifically like for each fraternity is different so like they'll have like different stuff that they talk about and then you'll get pinned in so you get like a pin that um basically ties you to the fraternity as you're pledging because you're not a brother yet you're not technically initiated okay if that makes sense um you're not initiated but you have the pin that ties you to your pledge and you know it's a huge celebration huge celebration right and you know, after it's all over, everybody starts chanting, like, um, the fraternity chant. You know, everybody's so happy. And you're like, wow, like, this is, like, a great moment. Like, I'm starting to pledge. You know, great. Everybody's dapping you up. Everybody's fucking with you heavy, right? And you kind of get the sense of, like, reassurance. You're like, okay, this shit's cool as fuck. Like, what the fuck is everybody talking about? You know what I mean? This shit's, this <laughs> right. shit's easy. Like, what? Ooh, I just yeah. started pledging, man. Like, okay, this is okay. great. You're taking pictures with guys, and it's great. And then about 10 or 15 minutes after that, um, the entire mood changes. The entire Like mood on a dime. Changes. On a dime, dude. So basically, we're all hanging out, having a good time, drinking a little bit. We, had, we, we got a keg uh, for, for initiation night. And basically, they just tell you, like, go to the basement. Like, they start screaming, like, go to the basement, basement now, bitch. Like, pussy, like. All that stuff. <laughs> so we're like, what? We're like, no fucking way. Like, are you serious? Yeah. So we go down and like, they're like, run, like run now. So we go down. They're like, lay on the ground. And they like start talking shit to like you. Like some this. drill sergeant shit. Basic, a hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent drill sergeant shit. And you know, at this point, all of our minds are racing. Like to me and the 10 guys that I'm with, I'm talking to them. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> Like I, like I was cool with it, but like, like, like I, did, I wasn't like shook or anything. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, you also just wanted to know that somebody else was in that same mode as you of like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, right? Huh? Yeah. Like this makes okay. no sense. Like we were all just hanging out, vibing. I've never experienced anything like this. So they say, "Get on the ground," and basically they re-blindfold us, right? And uh, they go, "All right, all right, buddy, don't quit tonight." All right, like, listen, I fuck with you. I like you a lot as a person, but don't quit tonight. And and before I go any further, I want to say that basically pledging, for those of you who don't know who haven't been through it, it's like 100% mental. So, like, you know, there's physical stuff in there now and then, 
but it's 100% mental to where you don't know what's going to happen next. What kind of physical shit are we talking here? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, 100% okay, we'll okay. get to that. We'll get, not like what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, but all right, I see your face right now. It's not that, all right? Everybody listening, it's not that. I know you're thinking the same thing. But, um, yeah, so we get we get there and we're like, what the fuck is this? Like, This is like our first night. Are you kidding me? We got like nine, ten weeks of this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? So they're just like, don't quit tonight. And they just start pouring this alcohol in our mouths, right? Like, like blindfolded? Yeah. Like open your mouth. Like, like, like liquor or like? Like some... liquor. Like hard liquor. Um, okay. Depends on the person. Like Tito's, stuff like that. Right. At least it tasted like Tito's. I couldn't tell. I couldn't see. But um, <laughs> It was vodka. 100% vodka. Uh, some sort. But yeah, so about 10 minutes go by and they're doing this. I'm like, what the hell is, we, what the hell is going on? How, right? like if we were to put into equivalents of like shot format, like how many shots? Did they pour into your fucking like four, throat? Five, like five, like one every like minute or two. So you're pretty fucking buzzing. Um, at this point, so they told us to drink a lot before we came. Oh, and, God. And all of like the young kid, like the pledges, like the guys that I was pledging with, drank before. Did you hear anyone around you, any of the other pledges, like start fucking yakking and shit? Nah, nah. Okay, Of course okay. not, nah. But um, you have to choke it down. Because I'm wondering, like, we were, if you do yak, I wonder if they're like, all right, you ain't it get the fuck no out. so so basically in hindsight it's it's uh it's basically a process that we do every single semester about the fraternity did every single semester and uh you know it was just like it was just like tradition oh okay. but like I, I never saw anybody throw up or anything like that like, okay it wasn't anything like where it was too much to where you wouldn't be able to handle it although i would say that like if you didn't want one like if you were like no 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 like, they wouldn't have gave you one. So, like, it's not like they were, like, forcing you to drink. Because oh, okay. <laughs> I'm imagining it like some fucking shit where you're blindfolded and they're fucking pouring, like, gallons of they're water like, and making you. you drown and shit. 100%. You're just like, you can't breathe and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like Tito's vodka all throughout your fucking face. Nah. So, like, oh, fuck, that's bro. something that I will say about just fraternities in general. I know there's a misconception number two uh, about, like, they force you to drink and, like, you have to. A lot of the times, with a lot of people I've talked about, you really don't have to. It's just like you sh- you should like you're offered like, and you you take what you get. Like you're exactly. willing to do it. Like it, it, you're more respected if you do, but if you don't, it's not like they're like, oh fuck this kid. You know what I mean? Okay. But uh, yeah, so that's happening, and all of a sudden, right, we're in the basement right now, right, the dirty ass basement. We're laying on the floor. It's disgusting, and all of a sudden, we just hear this music. It's like uh. If you guys have ever heard Moneymaker by Ludacris, you guys ever heard that song? No. I don't no. think I have, bro. Let me fucking look it up, bro. No. Play <laughs> yeah, it. look it up. So basically, for those of you, I mean, people listening might have heard it, may not have. It's a it's a stripper song. So we're there and like they take our blindfolds off and there's just like, there's just like strippers there. Okay. And I'm just oh, like. this song? I'm like actual like, strippers there? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, like, okay. No, dead ass. And like. Yeah, that's the that's the song, bro. If I heard this shit come on, I'd be like, oh, I fucking start grinding. Especially after six mind, shots, though, we're still we're still blindfolded for like the thirty first thirty seconds, and like the worst part is, I knew what this song was going. In, like I had heard the song before. Okay. Um, I knew what it was and like shit like that. I was like, what the hell are these people? What the hell are these guys doing? Yeah. And like, you know, as soon as like you could tell as soon as they walked in because everybody was cheering, you know, and there was like there was like seven or eight of them. Um, and yeah, we just had a good ass fucking time, dude. Like it was probably about an hour, hour and a half just for us. Like they left, like the guys left and yeah, it was just us in the basement. They ended up giving us chairs and shit. And it was, uh, it was like, holy shit, dude. Like what? 
Yeah, why the fuck would anyone quit, bro? What is what? Like, hold on. I was like, all right. First, we're having a good time, right? And then second, <laughs> we're we're getting fucked on. And then the third, like this, ha- like I, I I was so. It was probably the biggest blue ball experience you ever had. I was bro. so mentally like, I was just thinking about it at the time. I was like, what in the world did like I get myself? I was cool with it, like obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I was like, dude, what? is this experience going to be like? You know what I mean? Like, because I'd heard everything from the grapevine that, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I'd never heard this. So I was like, as soon as this happened, I was like, shit, dude. And I guarantee you that every single fraternity is different. Not every fraternity does this. Okay. Um, I guarantee you mines doesn't have no fucking strippers. <laughs> mines isn't mines isn't hiring girls to come and dance. <laughs> Fuck on the it's no, not bro. happening. I will say, bro, because I knew a brother in, <laughs> in Sig New at Boulder. And he definitely said that he's like, oh yeah, bro. He's he's mentioned the same thing. Cause I was like, how's initiation? He's like, we usually just get fucking get strippers and like get faded. But yeah. it's like all the brothers are there, so yeah. it's not just like. Of course, Boulder's like the type of fucking place where they have enough money to pour into like buying out like probably like eight or nine strippers, and like all the brothers are there, and it's kind of like a little party fucking thing. Like it's basically a strip club for the fucking night, basically yeah. in a yeah. dirty ass basement. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. No, that's actually perfect that you mentioned that, Deontay. It was literally like a strip club. Although, like, it didn't matter what we did. Like, I think one of the guys, um, Gito. Uh, Gito, I actually told him I was coming on here. Love you, brother. But he didn't have money. <laughs> so, like, he was... Just, but they would still, like... They got paid. So, basically... So, all that's why the brothers, they told you to bring the money. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, See, did you bring... Okay, here's my next question. Did I bring ones? Did you bring ones or did yeah. you bring fucking 20s? Because so, I ain't about to be throwing fucking $20 bill on this bitch. I had to I'd be money. like, is there an ATM nearby? I need to fucking... Is there like a $3 bill somewhere ones. or something? Like a 75 cent bill? Anyway? 75 <laughs> cent? Look at the motherfucker throwing quarters at her. Dude, dude, it's funny that you say that because as soon as we do, like the second year that we did, because we do this like every semester, like I said, dude, like one of the brothers was throwing quarters, the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. It was so, he <laughs> was so fucked up. Dude. Oh, did he get so, in? What? Did that brother get in? Oh no, he was already like in at the time. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> so he was an actual real brother. Yeah. And, like, oh, okay. He's just, he was like fucking out of his mind. He was out of his mind and was just throwing like quarters and like dimes and shit. And we're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you need Come to on, chill man. the fuck out, bro. I know, bro. But basically, yeah, like, so all of the, so basically it costs money to like do that. But everybody pitches beforehand, like the brothers do for the, for like the pledges. Okay. Just like we want to, sh- like, oh, you want to show the brothers wants to have them a good time. Uh, sh- show them a good time. Like, you know, it's a celebratory night. They're joining the fraternity. They're, you know. So at this point, you're still not in it. A hundred percent no. Okay. So basically like with, with that, like I talked to my, uh, I talked to my friends about that after I was like, dude, what the hell is going on? And like, so basically like pledging stuff, you generally pledge for about nine to 10 weeks. Um, it's like the general consensus. Some places it's six, some places it's 12. It's the entire semester. Yeah, it really shit. just depends on where you're pledging, you know? So Cause that's how it was at Boulder, bro. They would do that shit for like the whole entire semester. Cause I remember I asked a dude that was a, bro- a brother and he had failed, uh, physics and he was in there with me and he's like, he's like, yeah, bro, I fucking failed this class. Like as a freshman. And I was like, why? Like, what, what's the point? And he's like that brotherhood, bro. He's like, it's honestly worth it. He's like, I had to redo this entire semester. He's like, I'm a fucking super senior. It's like, but to me, it was, he's like, it's worth the invested amount of money that I had to go to do this extra amount of school. Yeah. And then like, it might depend frat to frat because he did like Theta's eye. And I know Theta's eye is like intense. Like 
they had dudes like they made their pledges after that initiation night. They made them go and show up to the house like every morning and they would be like, all right, guys, like we're going to do a fucking quick workout. And then they make them do like fucking like two a days for football (laughs) in the morning. And then they'd be like, all right, go to class. They'd be like, and then you have to wear your suit. You have to wear your tie and all that shit. And then they'd be like, you're going to carry around this wood plank. And you're going to fucking carry around this nickel that is fucking I've had in my drawer for the whole year. And if you fucking don't have this nickel on you, you're done. Yeah. Basically. No, that ass. That so so basically it's actually it's actually a good point you brought up the nickel right there, Deontay, because uh that was with our pins. So not to get too sidetracked, but basically every single time that we went to the house, you had to have your pin on. Um it didn't have to be, you know, visible. Like you could put it like in your pocket and shit. In your pocket, but it but it had to be attached to some part of you, like a piece of clothing, so you just put it on. And if you didn't you get fucked on for it. So um when you say was, like, fucked on, like what would they do? Just make you work out and stuff, kind of like what Deontay said. So a lot, okay. like I said, a lot of the things that, and and we'll we'll get to like specifically like the workouts and like a little bit later, I think. But um, like a lot of the things, a lot of them were mental. Like there was physical stuff where you'd have to like, all right, you were fifty seconds late, like give me fifty push-ups, stuff stuff like. Was that. there any like pledges at that point that were like, because you know not everyone's super fucking athletic. Like, oh, was there bro, anyone that 100%. was like a like a fat dude, fuck and just couldn't had, do it? Dude, there were like two. Or, I mean, I'd seen multiple. Yes, but like at the end of the day, like they're doing like as long as they 11, tried, kind of thing. They're trying their hardest, and like you know, you can't you give them a little leeway. But at the end of the day, like so so basically, the the thing with fraternity, like the thing with the pledging process, like what it's designed to do is, and, and yeah, I mean, we'll get into that a little bit later, but well. Basically, what it's designed to do is it secludes you and, like, your pledge brothers. So, where, like, you work together and, like, you become one unit. Like a brotherhood. It's like trying to build the brotherhood. They, they, they break you, they, like, break you down from the brotherhood and then your pledge brothers and, like, the people that you're with, like, generally, like, are the ones that, like, you, like, bind with, like, you bond with because you're going through the experience with them. Right. So, those are the people that you become closest with. Bro. So, how are, I want to ask you D this now. So, like, how close is this kind of, like, concept to UD, like, when you would go through two-a-days at, like, during high school football? Because I feel like it's kind of, it would build that brotherhood in almost the same kind yeah, of way. Yeah, kind of. Because it's, like, the similar thing to where they, like, break you down. And, like, you look at the dude next to you and the dude next to you is, like, also struggling, also going through the same state. But this sounds also like the Navy fucking SEALs. And it's, like, a way far abstract concept. <laughs> but right. it's, like, even the SEALs, like, they say they're, like, the main motive of us to do this is to break you down in order to realize I need to work as a team. Cause if we don't work as a team, somebody dies. Yeah. And like, that's their concept for you guys. It's just building the frat and like making the community like stronger within itself. Exactly. But for them, it's, you know, death and stuff. And for my football team, it's, you know, making sure the team plays well and we kick ass. You exactly. Know? Yeah. I mean, there's not, it's not life or death when you're joining a fraternity. Um, I don't know. Fuck, bro. If David Goggins was in that motherfucker, you never know what might fucking yeah, happen. Yeah, dude. I would have. Yeah, he probably would have killed me. But have you ever seen his fucking toenails, bro? I haven't seen his toenails. Although I really like the guy because he like everything that he stands for. Like, he, how can you not like that guy? Yeah, he's great. But can we all agree he's kind of psychopathic, bro? To an extent, yeah. If you if like your the, legs are fucking breaking and your bones are shattering and you're still running, bro. You're there's something fucking wrong. Like props to you, you're a fucking you're inhuman. But you're there's something fucking wrong in your head a little bit. I think it's the thing. The thing that like I like him the most isn't exactly what he does. It's just his mentality on life. And like I think 
you know, a lot of the values, because obviously Greek life, you know, you join for the party. I hate to say it, as at 19, damn. Uh, I just Deontay, showed, yeah, showed him the Yeah, showed me his toenails. They're kind of ugly as fuck. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, they actually are ugly as fuck. Um, but yeah, like. Stop running. <laughs> that fucking. If my, if my big toenail is fucking jamming into my fucking ankle, I'm not going to run again. <laughs> bro, he t- like, he's just different, bro. Because like to him, he's like, sees it as, I don't know, bro. He sees it as death every single time. Because he's like, somebody else is pushing just as hard as I am. He's like, and I'm not going to fucking lose. So he'll run like 80 miles. Crazy. And I'll tell you what. I, I mean, how can you not respect a guy like that? You know what I mean? It's Fast. just. He, he goes hard. He goes balls to the wall every single day. And, you know, he he stands for what he stands for, and he's disciplined. And I think that's something everyone can look up to. Discipline? Yeah, dude. That's like the probably like one of the top things that nobody talks about. You don't need to be good or like the best at it. But if you're disciplined and you keep doing it over and over again, eventually you're going to be the best. Because everybody does. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody like doesn't have like as obviously people have discipline. They go to work every day, you know, stuff like that. But. Not everybody has discipline. Like, for example, how many people like in the world want to like work out every single day and they don't, right? Because they don't have discipline. And like something that I felt I was blessed to like, you know, learn in like when joining like a fraternity, pledging and just being a part of it was discipline. Like I like I feel like I'm a really disciplined person. And like if I set my mind something, I could do it 100%. Not to his extreme. He's a way more <laughs> badass than I can ever aspire to be. But at the end of the day, like, it's just like, it's kind of the message behind. So that's like one positive thing. Like that's taken even past Greek life. You've taken that into your life. Like throughout your whole life, bro, there's, there's so many lessons that you learn just, and I I don't think I actually mentioned this before, but I was the fraternity president for for the last two years um, of basically the time that I was there. And we'll get into that more deeper when we get onto the progression too. So there was a fucking club meeting that I got roped into fucking going to. I'm not even part of the fucking club, but anybody for the class can fucking vote for it. And then Alex goes up there and he's like, I was my fraternity club president for two years. I, you know, hold the record for uh, earning the most money for my fraternity, which still stands today. I was like, Alex seems like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Like he should be the president of this club, guys. What was it called? Shout it out really quick. Uh, I mean, the one that I spoke to that you were there was Encoda. Encoda. It was like basically the oncology, the oncology one. Yeah. But that was crazy because it's like a new club. But Alex was like, I think I want to get like some of our, you know, our CU Boulder alums. So, you know, we have these networking opportunities and that's good too, because you want to fucking learn. But it speaks to like that frat shit though, that you were talking about. Cause like, bro, once you're in a frat, you're never fucking out of it. You meet a brother. He could have been in, like a brother from like a different spot. A hundred percent. And you see him and you're like, bro, you were part of blah, blah, blah. Uh, I am too. And then it's like instant connection that you don't even know you have. Instant, bro. And, and, and you know, I appreciate you saying that, Deontay, because, you know, a, a huge misconception with Greek life. And we'll get back to like the pledging stuff in a little. But a huge like thing with Greek life is that a lot of people you know, have a, like a misconception, like a downward vision of it. Like they don't like it, especially if you're not in it, you kind of get, you get judged, you know, you get viewed in a certain light. You kind of get categorized, you get boxed in. Like, like, oh, the fuck boy kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or even like, or like even for like sorority is like, oh, that chick's, you know, usually like a kind of like a stuck up bitch. Exactly. Exactly. And no offense, you know, like the worst part is you hear that going in before that. And then once you're in it, dude, it's just guys. Realistically, all it is, it's just guys that are extremely close because they've went through this experience together. 
that, you know, are loyal to one organization and they have a good time. And like you said, basically with guys that aren't in other, like I met a guy out here that was from Florida State, Fisi. That's what basically what we call it. We call it Fisi. But yeah, dude, I, I was, I talked to him for like an hour. Like that's it, just, that's a networking opportunity that you have from joining Greek life, fraternity or sorority. Like I, like I guarantee you, like if, if, you know, say for example, I was looking for a job and you know, whoever was like interviewing me was a part of that fraternity. We'd probably talk. I don't know about an instant in, although I'd like to think so. I'd hope so. Right. 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 (laughs) But, uh, no, it's just like that takes up time. Like you're talking about it and you have, you have some sort of connection with them, even if you don't know them personally. And like, that was kind of appealing to me too. But, but like you were saying at the end of the day, like it's got like a really bad view and you know, obviously the fraternity that I was in, a lot of the guys were dumb as fuck. And I, I told, it's funny because I told a lot of the guys I was coming on here today and I was like, listen, like I'm going to call you dumb as fuck because you're dumb as fuck. And like, they're like, like okay, like it's fine. But, Cause I, okay, bro, I'm going to ask you a fucking question. Cause whenever I saw the frat dudes at Boulder, Okay, dude, this guy was failing. Uh, it was intro to macro and microeconomics, and he needed help. And who had the highest fucking grade in the class? The dude that was me taking it as an elective, you know, to get into pharmacy yeah, school. exactly. And it was like literally two fucking lines, and where they intersect is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like your profit margin. I'm like, that's where you need to be to make peak profit. Basic stuff, right? Yeah, basic <laughs> they, stuff. They couldn't get it. Yeah. Because a lot of fraternity guys just don't, they don't care. The two... They go out six times a week, right? They're just your typical meatheads. And, like, that's okay. But at the end of the day, you're right. A lot of people, like, get boxed into that. And, you know, if I say I was the fraternity president, people would be like, oh, like, this kid's, like, he's probably okay, but he's probably, he's still a fraternity guy. You know what I mean? Like, they probably wouldn't see you as, like, uh, a farm, you know, future pharmacist. Exactly. And I kind of want to ask you about that, too, now, because obviously you just finished, you know, that first year of pharmacy school. So you're, you know, you, you understand academics and you're able to get through it. Yeah. At that point, going back to just even like that whole pledge process, during that time period, you said it was however many weeks before you actually become a brother. How important was academics to you at that point? So that's actually a really good question, Mike. Um, I'm lucky that I joined that I joined freshman year because freshman year, you're going through your gen eds and shit. It's right? all easy shit, right? Exactly. So I've always considered myself like when I apply myself, like... I can do extremely well in, in like school. Um, so I, I had a you balance. Can, for real. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, bro. For real. Okay, okay. Not to fucking flex, but Alec, I think Alex got like the highest score on one of our pharmaceutics exams. You got like a, what? You got like a 96 or something like that? Uh, the second one, yeah. The second one? That's actually really fucking good. For those of y'all that don't know, it's pretty fucking hard, especially because that class is taught by the worst fucking professor on planet earth <laughs> that guy sucks let's put it that way that guy sucks he, he's, he he sucks dude his That's name true. rhymes with dr mice <laughs> God, fuck, <laughs> the pharmacy kids don't know what we're talking about oh but shit yeah dude i mean yeah i mean there's that and then you know I, like what i wanted to do was my freshman year spring semester okay just maintain because i knew pledging obviously would take up a lot of my time you know, get like a three, four, three, three. Cause I, I'm not going to be like, Oh, if I don't get a four, Oh, I'm going to have a heart attack. You right. Know what I mean, so yeah. Cause I think one of the things like coming from mines, one of the big reasons I never joined any sort of club or like rushed or anything like that is I was so focused on academics is I didn't want to have any of those other things kind of burdening me. So I was just strictly focused on academics. Which makes yeah. sense. 
No, that makes 100% sense. Like, academics is the number one reason you're there. Right. The problem is with fraternity guys, at least the guys that I was with, because, and we'll get into, like, crazy shit that they did. Because I'm even thinking about, like, just me, like, when I went into college, I'm like, this is an all or nothing. Like, all of, I have to fucking do this or I'm fucked. Like, yeah. I'm already at the bottom of the totem pole. I need to fucking climb up the rinks. But I know this might be another misconception, too, but... A lot of the people that do join, like, the rush and, like, that whole fraternity life, they usually got fucking money. And, like, their parents are usually paying for their college all the way through. So even if they say fuck you to school and academics, they're just there to have a good time anyway. And their parents will always kind of cover that, like, that cost. But, like, say, like, me and D, we never really had the option to, like, rush and shit like that because we had to focus on academics full time because that was our one fucking shot. And we're not going to go into debt and lose it all. Yeah, dude. So... I mean, you're in college for one reason, right? A lot of the a lot of the guys that I that I was in the fraternity with had money. I mean, they did. I specifically, I really didn't. Um, I, fraternities have fraternities have dues. Um, for those of you who don't know, they basically have membership dues every single semester that you have to pay. However, for our fraternity, um, the dues were free if you didn't live in the house. So, like, we had a house that's. That lived like twenty. I think there was twenty rooms exactly. Holy of shit! Brothers, yeah, it was a pretty big house. I can show you guys Damn. a picture. Twenty uh, rooms is a fuck ton, bro. Yeah, actually, I can show you guys yeah. a picture. Real. Sh- uh, Did you ever quick. have to split rooms with brothers? No. So that was like the cool. That was the one reason why I chose the place that I did. Is that the the other place that was nationally recognized? You did. You had bunk bunk beds, bro. They I am not fucking beds. in the bunk a, beds, bro, with exactly. my fucking homie. I'm like, dapping him up while, exactly. while Especially in Greek life. Pick if you're trying to fuck chicks, the like, the bunk bed ain't going to cut it, bro. We used to pick on those kids all the time. Like, any single time they would say anything. Because realistically, fraternities have, like, not beef with each other. But, like, this one specifically, we didn't like them that much. But we'd be like, all right, buddy. Like, you live in a bunk bed. Like, come on, man. Well, I'll show you a picture real quick. <laughs> Motherfuckers is living like stepbrothers over here. <laughs> Will Ferrell and that other dude. That's, the, that's like the back of it. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty big. So it is it's, huge. It's four stories. Uh, you can't really see like where we're looking at it right now, the picture that I just showed them. Is that on your Insta? Yeah, it's on my Instagram. So after this pod, too, when we post like... What's like, your Insta? That the episode Let's drops. Just throw, throw it up there. Yeah, we'll so we'll add it, too, my, like when we post it. first and last name. Um, it's just Alex. Stop McHugh. How do you spell your last you? name, bro? M C H U G H. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. And that, that all that shit will be added to when we post the the pod episode tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll just have a bunch of hate comments. Oh, you fucking pig, misogynist. <laughs> Trust me, bro. I don't think the people that listen to this podcast are gonna be yeah. <laughs> the ones flaming you, bro. Yeah. Right, hey, me hey. and D have said worse shit. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But um, go back to the Valentine's Day episode, and you'll fucking hear me go off. Yeah, no, I saw, <laughs> saw that. But yeah, and dude, so I mean, it was a pretty big crib, so we never really had to worry about like living situations. So basically, the way that our house was set up was that there was a huge ass basement, and I'll show you guys videos. I'll have to look at my phone like after the after the pod, yeah, um, of like how big it was. So that's like we had the basement, and then we had like a common room, right? And the common room was just called, referred to as the easy room, just E to Z, because the four apartments that we had in the house, there's basically four separate apartments in this one big house, was Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, which for those of you who don't know, are the four first letters of the Greek alphabet. Right. So basically, like, everybody got, and in all of those apartments, there was, like, a kitchen, like, a tiny little living room, um, and two bathrooms to share with between five people. Did you guys have a personal chef? We didn't. So we were a D2 school. If you go down south, like 
SEC country, Ole Miss, Alabama, LSU, they'll have chefs, you know, because the dues that they pay are like fourteen hundred a semester. I don't have that fucking money. I don't know about yeah. you, okay. you boys, but I can't pay that. This is what's different is because whenever I was like talking to the dudes that uh were rushing Theta's eye, I was talking to them and they said that they paid once they got initiated, they paid their dues and it was like seven grand. Here Holy at Boulder, shit, and they have they do have personal chefs, and you know they have a few fucking annex houses, and they have other stuff like that that they have to keep up with. But I was just like, bro, and they and they made them pay it in cash. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, our dues were five hundred a semester. Okay, oh, that's okay, not that's bad. not bad. But but the but the best part is if you lived there, you didn't have to pay them. So, <laughs> and we'll get into this later. But um, basically, our fraternity, like I said. How I said like earlier that the fraternity that I was in was a little bit different than other other people was that for a nationally or, like organization fraternity, basically we were a chapter of that. We were a chapter of Phi Kappa Psi. The person who was in charge of our housing corporation for the organization ended up selling the house illegally. So since they sold the house illegally, it was to a former brother, scumbag, um, absolute <laughs> like drug dealer, cokehead, um, fuck that guy. But- Basically, they sold it to him illegally, and we didn't have any of the housing corporate rules. So it was basically just like a regular person owning the house, like 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 you and me. So, just like taking rent. Yeah, but the problem is with this guy is that I mean, I'm sure he's listening to this. Fuck you if he is. But um, uh, he was like a like a bad like drug dealer. Like he was like it was bad. It was extremely bad, dude. Like, what was he selling? Oh, everything. You name it, he was probably selling it. And Holy shit! Yeah, this dude was so this guy's a bad Escobar guy. In Faisai. This guy's a terrible. This guy's a terrible guy, right? He's like he's not Pablo Escobar. He, Loki is oh. a pussy. I don't mind calling him that. He's a pussy, but that guy specifically is like he was a felon, bro. Like did that ass dude? He was a felon. So like I looked it up the one time. He had like aggravated assault on like three people. I was like, dude, what the fuck? And th- by the way, I looked this up like two months into joining this place. I was like, dude. What did I do? Like, what is wrong? (laughs) But yeah, no. So since he owned it, since he owned the place, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that the housing corp would regulate wouldn't. So our house was a fucking pandemonium. I mean, like, like we talked about drugs, like there was mad drugs there. So there was like no fucking regulation. Nothing. It was a, it was like Disneyland for college kids. Like you could do whatever you wanted in there and it'd be fine. Like, it didn't really matter. So, like, with that guy specifically, he was just, you know, he was kind of, a, he was a scumbag. And, you know, now and then he'd get on, like, people's, people's shit for doing stuff. But he wouldn't care because he'd be doing other stuff. So, um, yeah, dude. I mean, it, that was with, that was how our, like, situation was a little different. And we got away with, like, other, basically other fraternities couldn't smoke in their house. Oh, okay. I mean, you guys just a regular ass guy that owns our house so it's not like we couldn't so like, people would just get fucking faded in there. yeah dude i was the only guy um throughout our entire fraternity that didn't smoke and at and that th- point were you a brother or were you president at this time so this was just from when i joined like as soon as i pledged all the way until i graduated i was the i was the only guy that didn't smoke and like we actually we talked about this multiple times like me and the, me and my uh Fraternity brothers. It's the only guy that didn't consistently smoke. And when you say smoke, are you saying like smoking the hard shit or just like weed? Like weed. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. But okay. weed's also illegal in Pennsylvania. That's true. Yeah. So, 
That's oh. just probably diesel weed, brother. They fucking threw in the tr- in the tanker in the trucker, low key. Yeah, I mean, but it was it was just crazy because at the end of the day, like, and we kind of talking about the academic stuff a little bit. Like I said, a lot of these guys, a lot of them were fifth years. Shit, we had a couple of six years. Fuck. Like bro. these guys would go out every single like Sunday and Monday. No, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're out either on the town or just drinking in the common rooms having a good time doing with whatever and like i knew because I, I wanted to go to pharmacy school yeah bro you had your actual i shit had straight. to do stuff and right? that's why i have respect for you bro you knew like i'm here to come four years get my fucking degree and move on to the next step i'm imagine, not trying to be here as a fucking 40 year old yeah. <laughs> imagine being living in a fraternity house with 19 guys and nine of them every single day are like dude why, why aren't you why aren't you drinking with us and it's like 2 a.m Right, so they would knock on your door. Hey, man, <laughs> I got a what's fucking exam bro? at three, bro. Like, like, what's going on? Like, why are you not drinking with us? You, you're lame as fuck. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking Tuesday, like, bro. It's fucking Monday. So, oh shit. Like after joining, because because obviously I didn't live at the crib at the house until um I joined sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, it's a sophomore year. But I, at the time, I was like, damn, dude, like. If I live like this, it's not happening. Because I originally thought that pharmacy school was tough as fuck to get into. Sure, it's not really that hard to get into. So, I mean, I probably could have, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Art school kind of has lowered its standards initially, but apparently back in the day, you had to take the M... Or not the MCAT, the PCAT. You had to do everything you... Like, you weren't getting in unless you had like a 3.9 plus. Yeah, dude. That's... Initially, My, our school had like a lot of recognition for doing that type of shit. No, for no, and I, the worst part is I thought the exact same thing. Like my advisor, you know, came to me. I was like a sophomore. I had like a three five or something like that. Yeah. And he comes up. He's like, "This isn't good enough. Like, if you don't get your shit together, you're gonna, you're not gonna get into pharmacy school." I was like, "Dude, fuck you." He was like, "Did you, did you think about doing anything else?" I was like, "Dude, what? You're supposed to help me. You know what I mean?" Yeah. So, bro. That I always kind of for real though. God damn. That At that point, like you way. had aspirations, like to go to pharmacy school and stuff. Like, what were the other brothers like? Were they just like business majors, like just like shitters? Because <laughs> yes, I think that's something that a lot of people, right? <laughs> talking like the most basic shit. And I think that's like one of the things where like people might say, "Oh, like that's a mis." I think that's something that we can probably say is like actually legit. Most of the people dude. that are in fraternities in Greek life do just like. The basic fucking business major shit. They don't actually really have like goals or aspirations. Yeah. So I was, I was lucky. A lot of my, the, the guys that I was closest with and I was kind of cool. I was, obviously I was cool with everybody in the fraternity. Right. The guys that I was closest with in the fraternity were like the ones that wanted to do shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the people that I pledged with, you know, they're not trying to fucking do this the rest of their life. Yeah. They're not trying to like work some shitty ass job, you know? And, you know, that's respect. And that's, that's kind of why I started talking to him. Because I was trying to surround myself with people that... Like-minded, you know, I feel. What's that? I said just said like, like-minded people. Yeah, dude. Like, and that's, that's the big thing. That's actually one of the main things that I took away from my experience. Because, you know, I, I try to surround myself with ambitious people. Like, and that's what I look for in people specifically. Like, ambitious people that, you know, aren't satisfied with, like... Where they're at. They always want to get better. Because, dude, I was with guys that were cool with working a nine-to-five, working, you know, getting absolute terrible money. But as long as they were going out every single night, it's fine, you know? And at the end of the day, like, after I joined and, like, partying for years and years and years, like, I got burnt out. 
it, it's impossible because realistically the at the what year did you get burnt probably like senior like hot second half of senior I was you're like, like all right i've had enough fucking yeah, I mean, liquor in my get me to colorado dude like yeah. it's it's tough especially when it's like three four nights a week it's happening at your house you hear music um at like five o'clock in the morning you're trying to sleep it's been going on all night stuff like that so yeah dude i mean it's it's been a it's been a huge transition to go to graduate school 100 percent, dude because like being around that environment i'm used to like conversating with people a certain way and like talking to people a certain way and then after that you know we go to pharmacy school and yeah it's completely different talk about 180 just like not even just going out every single night but just conversating with people they're the people that I used to talk to every day are shit. They're, they're probably some of them are a lot of them are still in school. They're still in school there, and yeah. they're they're worried about like, yo, where are we going on Friday? And then you talk to D, and it's like, yo, man, Friday, like, I think you know we should go and do this. It'll help better our career, and then maybe Saturday we can go get a couple drinks. Exactly, dude, and like, it's just a huge one eighty. But even just like, not even guys that I'm cool with, like D, it's just like regular people, like the people that I were around a hundred, not a hundred percent of the time, but like eighty percent of the time. In undergrad, were sorority girls, fraternity guys, guys who lived that lifestyle, girls who girls who lived that lifestyle, and now it's, you know, I come here, you know, I'm, I live with my brother, thankfully, so he kind of keeps me grounded, you know, grounded a little bit, but you know, it's just a completely different type of person, and that's okay, that's part of maturing, it's part of growing up. Yeah, you can't do that forever, and and I'm I'm, I'm happy that I made the transition, but it, it is you know a little different. It's different talking to people. It's different. You know, different types of humor, different types of experiences, backgrounds. It's, it's just different all around. And I think that goes to one of the next things that I had like really wanted to ask you in terms of like, you know, like you described the whole brotherhood aspect. Like, you know, you go through the process, the pledge, and you gain a good brotherhood and a good friendship with these people. But like, I, I know a common misconception and even one that I have had about Greek life is like, it feels forced, right? Those connections that you make, it's like, it's a forced thing. You go through the pledge and you kind of become friends with those people. How different are those, you know, brotherhood connections? Like, you know, now you're kind of like, you know, they were business majors. They didn't have aspirations. They're kind of pieces of shit versus like a genuine connection that you make of someone that wants to be better. Like, do you compare the brotherhood connection to someone where you had a genuine like connection with and became a friend with? So that's actually a really good question. And I want to say that throughout the process that you have, which is just pledging, the, ple- the pledging process, um, throughout like the 10 weeks that we did it, you know, you're able to kind of, as soon as you get in, like as soon as you get in realistically, throughout the entire 10 weeks, like the guys fuck with you, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not like they don't, like they want you to be a part of what they are on the, on campus, right? But when it comes to you as a person, like do they try to actually learn about you more? A hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, uh, it is the closest it, – it's it's the closest as family as you can get. And I don't mean that, you know, people are probably like shaking their head or something like that. But I, I'm honestly serious. Like realistically, throughout like the 10 weeks, you're able to know everybody, right? It's not like they don't – they're not cool with you. It's just – it's part of what the process is because you're integrating people that you don't necessarily know to be something that is closer than anybody else that they currently are around, right? Because everybody's from different areas, different, you know, everybody's away from home generally. Um, And like those connections, I can honestly say are huge. Like at, at the end of it all, even when you're pledging, right? It's, 
like the guys and the brotherhood are number one and you're number two and then it's everybody else it's not like you're just pledging to join and you know like if you're part of the brotherhood they're like yeah you're a brother but i'm not really cool with you like like everybody in the entire fraternity will make it a mission to like connect with you somehow throughout the like the 10 weeks at the end of the day though you're still a pledge but you're also a human being. It's not like you're getting dehumanized. So you hold those friendships that you've made in Greek life higher than the friendships say that you've made now during like pharmacy school. Not necessarily higher. I would say that it's just different. It's a little different. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean they're better or worse. Okay. It, it, they're just different friendships. Obviously there's guys in Greek life that I aren't, I'm not as close with as I am with some others. And there's guys that, you know, I know just in regular life, which is, I mean, like I said earlier, like Greek life's really just a bunch of guys that want to party and, and have a good time together. Um, it's not like it's just like this completely different aspect. Like obviously, like guys are guys. It's <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, there's guys that I know that aren't in Greek life that are way cooler than some of the Greek life guys that I know, and vice versa. So, I mean, it's it just kind of depends on the person, and you know, you got to take it like situationally. But yeah, dude, like that's basically what it's for. It's it's for there to integrate you to a brotherhood and like you end up holding value with it because at the end of the day, you know, you work 10 weeks, you worked your ass off. You're there cleaning every single day. Like you said, Deontay and really doing everything that you can to join this place. And you finally join and it's like, okay, like this means a lot to me. Like hard work pays off. Kind exactly. Of because it, it really only matters if you place value in it. I feel that's like anything in life. I feel, you know, you get what I mean? Like, uh, like some people don't like going to the fucking gym. Cause they're like, I don't really, the gym's not my shit. All right, cool. That's fine. But like for somebody like me, I feel like I like, I go to the gym because it's something that I love to fucking do. Like, and what I mean, when I mean love, it's a love hate relationship. I do it because I know what comes out of it. I don't fucking like pressing weight. I don't like fucking my joints hurting. I don't like putting fucking 315 on my back and fucking squatting it 10 times and being afterwards being like, I'm going to fucking pass out. But, you know, I, f I feel like it's the same thing with Greek life. You know, when you're doing the pledging stages, you're like, I don't love doing this shit. But what comes out of it is so much better that I'm willing to do the hard shit to get the good shit out of it. Yeah, dude. And like you said it perfectly, Deontay, like, you know, anything, obviously, if it didn't matter, right, you get in, it's like, oh, whatever. But you earned it. And it's like, that's something that I've always liked. And, and the gym, the gym analogy is perfect. Because, you know, you, you, you work your ass off to do something, right? Some other people might not think it's cool. Some people are like, oh, why are you doing that shit? But it matters to you. And, like, it's all the things that you hold value in. It's like value in the eye of the beholder, you know what I mean? This is something that kind of just came into my head, like, off the rip. But do you have any sort of connection with, like, you know, working hard to get into this brotherhood? And, like, you'll do anything for it? Could you see how that could correlate to, like, gang culture? Like these people go through like kind of like almost the same hazing concept of like, all right, you got to get jumped or you got to fucking stab this person and rob them. And so, then they become into this but, brotherhood. Let me let me put this but on the I record right now. I don't know what, comes, what good comes out of that though. But to them, that's all they know. So I never, I never stabbed anybody. I've never shot anybody, never jumped anybody. So I, I'll put that on the record now if people think, if people do think that. Hopefully they don't. <laughs> no, no. I'm but nice I'm just guy, saying like but. comparison to like Greek brotherhood to like how gang members will like. They'll fucking die for their gang, even though 
obviously for you guys, it's a whole different concept in terms of like benefit. I just mean like the whole brotherhood aspect. I mean, I'm not. I could kind of see the correlation where it's like they would die for their brothers. I can see the like correlation, but I can't I can see, see the fucking the, the positive all, outcome. I, well, not even the positive outcome, bro. I can't see fucking shooting somebody for my homie. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? so I could never could, but like if you were to just kind of put your mind into like a gang members, like that grew up in Compton and all they I know see, is I that. See what you're like talking about you, no. you kind of see what I'm saying. Like, I know like it's I a kind the, of a reach. I but. see the analogy. I mean, reach. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think that you know, obviously, all of the guys. Listen, in a fraternity, and we'll, I'll actually talk about this now, like, I know a lot of people hate fraternities because they're dickheads to people, and I get it. You know, I was a freshman trying to go into fraternity for an entire semester, and they're dickheads, and, you know, they think that, like, you know, their they're dick's bigger than yours and, and shit like that, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you really realistically have to... Go ahead. Bro, I always die because it seems like uh, frat dudes always get like hot ass chicks. And, you know, to fucking some extent they do. Do you think that fucking frat dudes actually bang the hottest chicks on campus? I would say so. Like in my camp, I think it's situational depending on how, on on, if your campus is like big Greek life. Our, Our campus, like Greek life rules. So yeah. And this is like, Obviously, an outside. So, how many tens have you laid down, bro? <laughs> how many tens? Um, let me think. That's actually that's a good question, dude. I, as a fraternity, <laughs> as a fraternity guy, I mean, I can honestly say that our fraternity cleaned the fuck up. Like we cleaned up. We cleaned up a lot of sororities. Like, and that's the thing, though, that I was gonna say is like, since Greek life, like we talked about, way, like way earlier in the pod, they have that super initial connection with sororities. Most of the hottest chicks are in sororities. So it kind of just goes in hand is like you're first in connection with the sororities. These bitches are bl- you're blindfolded. These bitches are screaming at you. They're going to fuck you at some point. Of course, these fucking frats are going to fuck the hottest chicks on campus because the hottest so, chicks bro, on campus are usually in the sororities. Just say this chick. Say this chick. And I'm going to name what her description is. And then you just say her name. OK, she she probably never going to listen to this shit. But. The groupie, bro, that the fucking that hangs around the frat, that hangs with all the brothers, and just literally, what's the chick that got passed around the brotherhood? Oh, you're talking. Oh, okay, you're talking about like in my campus. I thought you were talking yeah. about. Okay, um, put her name down. I just her, her name. first name. Uh, we'll call her. We'll call her Shay. Shay, because <laughs> she might, she low key might, dude. I'm still cool with her to this day. Like, oh shit, she. I'm cool with her. Like she's she's a cool person. So were you asking how? Okay. But, but there's there's not, it's not like it's just one though. That's but did the, you? That's the issue. Did, but did you smash her? So I'll answer that question and give me thirty seconds before. So <laughs> as a as a young guy, as a pledge, the the fraternity will will literally basically hook you up with, you know, a lot of sorority girls. Like at least they did with us. Was there anyone in they your brotherhood so, that was a virgin? No. Um, Pimp. So they were so. They were so, like, adamant because, like, listen, they're going to be a part of, like, we're going to be a part of them in the future. So, like, they're not just going to leave us out to dry, right? So, on, like, date parties and formals, 100%, like, they're, if we don't, if we text them and say, hey, now, I I didn't have this issue, but a lot of the guys that I know did, hey, like, we don't have a date, they will hook you up with a bad date, like, a bad date. When I mean bad, I don't mean, like, bad, I mean, like, good, bad. Like, fucking fine. Like, absolutely like wow like you know but yeah so they would hook you up with that and then 
you know, it's it's whether you have it or not. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not saying every single fraternity, like, guy. It's not like every single guy. There was, like, 75 of us. It's not like every single guy. Has Out of all your brothers in the fraternity, how many of them were you Eskimo bros with? <laughs> yeah, bro. That's Give a like good a really fucking question, number. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like a, no, I don't, I I don't think I forgot it. about Che or whatever the fuck her name is. I'll fucking scroll through that Instagram of yours. Fucking <laughs> no, that's, that's not her actual name. Like, I, I don't oh, follow shit. anybody. Yeah, because I, 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 she realistically might listen to this. Okay. Like, realistically, she might. Queen. Che might she's actually. She's awesome. Let's che, put it that way. Yeah, I'm sure she is, bro. Oh, she's, she's, she's really cool. But off the top of your head that, like, from Brothers Union, like, oh, yeah, bro, I fucked her too. Like, what's your number of, like, Eskimo bros you've so, been with? My philosophy was is that if somebody else had like already been with somebody that I wouldn't necessarily try to like seek them out. But um but what if you smash somebody and then your brother smashed somebody? Oh, then it's pretty high. <laughs> That's what I What's mean. What's the high? number? Let's read like over 10. Holy shit. Over 10. <laughs> That's him. Probably uh, over 10. Sharing um, is caring. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so did you ever smash the the groupie? So <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte or whatever the fuck her name Shay, is bro. Shay. I was, so like I said as a young kid they like not a young kid a young pledge like as a pledge they'll hook you up with girls specifically um, the first day party that I went with was with this with, with, with this girl but she was a freshman too so it's okay um, and yeah dude like yeah so the answer is yeah but I mean she's really cool like after that like we never really Nothing yeah. else ever really happened afterwards. No, it was no, just strictly I mean, fucking. Yeah, we were like really, we were really chill as like okay. friends, and that's what that's what happened with a lot of people that I noticed. Like specifically in Greek life, is that you know say that like it didn't really matter. Like there was too many, there was too much stuff happening at once to where like somebody would be. Did you ever care about like, a chick's body count? Oh, just being in that like situation. What do you mean by that? Like, did you give a fuck if she had fucked, like, 28 dudes? Or were, were you they, just, like, eh, chilling? Just, like, in general? Yeah, or? just in general. Um, I mean, like, so the thing with me is... Oh, not, okay, okay, Not okay. particularly. Okay. Did you, did you care... Phrase yeah, this question. did you care about body count when you were in the frat versus now that you're out of it? Did your opinions on it change? Yeah, I was just honestly, about to well, say Honestly, well, that. that's actually... That's a, that's a good question. But but honestly, no. Because, like, in the t- at the time... Like it didn't really matter to me. It was it was more so like, oh well, you know, you've been with like ten of my friends, and like they're my friends, and like, <laughs> my one friend like likes you, and, like really has like feelings for you. Oh fuck! So, like I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Oh, Guys okay. would do that, and and it was fucked it, for sure. I'm telling I bet you, you that right caused now, like some heat in the in the frat, right? Nah, no, nah. guys never really gave a fuck. I mean. Maybe like I feel like in the if it was somebody's, if it was it somebody's girlfriend, yeah. like if it was somebody's girlfriend, like <laughs> which it was, by the way. Let's put it that way. Holy shit! <laughs> There's been a couple. Yeah, like I mean, sorry, bro. I fucking smashed your chick the other night. My bad. Might so, be. And this is this is the reason why. <laughs> no, you misplaced her. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> I had a I had a girlfriend my senior year. Um, I broke up with her actually like uh in like October of last year. So like, did you cry, bro? No. Just be honest. No, I didn't, actually. I broke up with her. Oh, shit. But, uh, I mean, and it was for the best for both of us. But at the end of the day, like, the reason that the reason that I did it and, like, that I was that was with her, really nice person. You know what I mean? And she wasn't, like, about that. And as you go through, like, a, when you're in a situation like that in Greek life and you've seen all of this stuff happen, you see kids who their girlfriend, they come with their girlfriend to the party and 
they try to get back in and the girlfriend's in there and they won't come out and because they're with some guy and you're like damn dude we can't let you in because you know we're at capacity but she's in there with some dude you, you just see how bad like things like that can get so like my view on it my perspective was that you know sorority girls and this is kind of the consensus i feel for a lot of greek life guys like at first it's sorority girls like that like a lot of people are attracted to because like you said a lot of them are attractive and stuff like that and you're you're acclimated to them like really soon into your entire process in greek life but after that you start realizing like okay like you know the non-greek life girls are where it's at because at the end of the day like a lot of these, a lot of them are savages, dude. And they didn't give a fuck. And They'll just fuck anything. A lot of my brothers would wife, like, not wife, but, like, be dating and seeing, like, these girls. And they would, like, go to another fraternity. and Cheat on them all the do time. With that. Oh, my God, dude. It's And it's crazy. And I saw that all happen. And I was like, dude, I, I would never, like, I can only imagine that. Did the brothers cheat on their chicks, though, too? Yeah, dude. Okay, I mean, okay. <laughs> It was just a so big cheating a, pot, so basically. A, yeah, but I don't know. Like... Did you ever cheat on your girl? No, I didn't actually. Um, I don't Damn, believe props. in that. Legend. I, in that. I actually don't believe in that, and like, dapped him up for. I don't. Um, I don't really. I don't like judge people that do. Obviously, everybody's their own person, and I feel like every single situation is different, and I can't be the judge of somebody that does. It's just me personally. I couldn't live with myself if I did that. Just because I've seen like what happens on both sides, I've seen guys happen to it. Like, there's no reason. It crushes both sides. Break up with them, bro. Like, that's that's how I've always thought. Like, if I'm gonna cheat on someone, I'll just fucking break up with him. Be like, I'm looking for another option. But this goes back to the the discipline part, right? Like, if you're in a relationship with somebody, and I feel I I truly believe this. Like, if you're in a relationship with somebody, like, like you have to be disciplined in the sense that like you have to. I feel like any good man is able to like suppress any potential desire that they may have and you know like do what's right because realistically bro I feel like every person always has like that thought creep into their head but it's where you allow that thought to go that actually matters so if you actually play out the fantasy then it's like all right bro you're you're already building this thing in your head you're you're intentionally like probably going to do something whereas if you just like think about it and you're like I'm good. Yeah, this even goes back to that pod we had with Josh. Like, we're we all have bad thoughts. It's if you're able to suppress them. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's gonna go into a room and be like, "Damn, I could if I wanted to, I could grab this fork and fucking stab someone in the head, but I don't do it." Yeah, it's it's vice at the end of the day, and it's 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 human desire. It's it's part of human nature, but like, it's it's like at the end of the day, for me at least, it's discipline in the sense that listen, if I really feel this way strongly, and it's not just like. A feeling or anything like that or something that I want to do like I'm going to tell the person like listen like we need to break things off I like somebody else very so, respectable bro. but I also didn't have a girlfriend until senior year of college so maybe my perspective is a little bit different in the sense that the first three years I was just single I was off the fucking wall yeah like, I was I was doing everything every single night so you ever made a chick squirt <laughs> what <laughs> yeah bro have you <laughs> say it on record I mean, right dude, now what uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the boy. Fucking G. Fuck, bro. Sometimes oh, some man, questions course, pop, pop in my head, and no, I'm it's like, "It's all good, bro. It's all good, brother." But <laughs> I, was just, I was just calling off guard. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you have any other questions oh, for bro, Alex? I was because I want to. I want to ask one more question okay, before okay, we okay. round it off. Alex texts me after the pod with Ellie. Shout, hey Ellie. It's <laughs> Alex and Deontay and Mike here. But anyway, uh. Alex texted me after the pod and he was like, yeah, no toys for the boy. 
It was funny. Okay, because... I mean, dude, like, at the end of the day, like, the worst part is I saw, like, I heard that, and, uh, you know, I, I think somebody, like, I don't know. I forget, like, what happened with that. I think I... Like, so, like, I listened to that. I think I was actually with somebody. I forget who I was with. And, like, we heard that together and we were, like, laughing. And I, like, asked them. I forget who it was. It might have been Jonas. It might have been Jonas. It probably we was. Because Ellie know. came at me on that. She's all, damn, bro. You don't use toys. And I'm like, I feel like I've seen fucking chicks convulsing without it. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, specifically not me. That's just not my thing. I've never really. Maybe had the men you've it. had. And this isn't towards Ellie. Maybe the men you've had at all females that are listening just aren't laying it down right. They were just shit, yeah. I guess so, dude. Is that, is that what it is? That's Maybe. what I would say. Potentially. Potentially, dude. I mean, I know for a fact that speaking about like the cleanup shit, I mean, <laughs> my uh my my big like and he's listening to this right now. Love you CT. But he um dude, he want to talk about a dog? Like I understand that like people are like dogs. This guy is just I couldn't. I, I never understood it because. Did you guys ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, I've seen clips. Have you seen but I've never watched like episode? every episode. No. Okay, there's an episode where um, a character in it is basically like the seven for seven, basically like seven different people in like seven different days. That's him, dude. Low key, I think he did eight in like a week. This fucker had guy, time clocks. He probably had a no, spreadsheet. And like, <laughs> fuckers like Blueface with nine hundred bodies he's in, in the hundreds. No, that ass. He's in the hundreds. I promise you. And because. I would just see it every single night, and I was like, "Dude, what does this guy do?" I mean, and you know, have you seen cool his guy. game like IRL? Yeah, you've gone out with him. Like, is, so, how, so what's his game? Basically, yeah. So he's my big brother. So basically, in fraternities, you have like this big brother and shit, right? Bigs um, and littles, bigs right? and littles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically, I get to pick like who, and this guy was like cool as fuck. So I, so I picked him, and uh, yeah, dude. I mean, he he taught me a lot, but at the end of the day, like just the coolest guy and I would just see him man he was dope as fuck bro but he's actually down in Tampa right now uh, oh shit he's, he's a nurse he was one of the kids that uh actually like had aspirations yeah. okay hell yeah, yeah shout out to you bro shout out CT um, CT bro at the end of the day cool. uh, you know it just depends on the person whether or not you have game or not I, I guess I mean and the worst part is the fraternity team like at least it taught me you know it taught me how to dress Right, because I see a lot of guys nowadays that just don't know how to dress, and like it's kind of, <laughs> it's a little, you know, like bro, okay. those UGG boots. The other night, I could not fuck with those UGG boots. Who was wearing the UGG boots? Just right, tell me, right, tell me after, right, tell me after. No, I'll just say, I don't even think Zay listens to the fucking pod, but Zay? I cannot fuck with the UGG boots. Zay. I'll, I'll sorry, text him bro. after this and be like, dude, the UGG boots ain't it. But <laughs> it's um, crazy because he got a comment seconds after, and some chick was like. Hey, I, I love those Ugg boots. And I was like, he's like, oh, I appreciate that for real. I'm like, nah, <laughs> bro, yes. we need to get you in some fucking Air Forces or Vans, Converse, any other shoe. I feel like I can't do the Ugg boots. But some chicks like that shit, bro. I could never. I don't. I've never worn boots in my life. I swear. I swear to this, bro. There's been times where my mom was like, it's really snowy heat, though. Like, you need to go put on some snow boots. And I've purposely... Waited till my mom went back in her room, saw the bus was coming, ripped those fucking ugly ass snow boots off and put on my fucking normal shoes. And then my shoe, my shoes were soaking wet and I damn near had fucking what, frostbite frostbite on my toes. And I, I'd rather have fucking frostbite than wear those fucking oh, boots. Shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, Zay, change out the boots, brother. But 
<laughs> Shout out Zay. Shout out Zay. So we're at, we're here at like the hour twenty mark. So I want to ask like one more question before we kind of start to round it off. Yeah, Unless definitely. D has any other ones. No, go for but it. do you have one party scenario that's just always stuck with you? Like the dopest party you've ever fucking been to? Um. So there's a couple that come to mind. Uh, I, you see, I was lucky in like my fraternity. Like I said, like through the best ones, and I knew that going in. Um, so I'm not being conceited when I say that. But yeah, dude. Um, there's probably one that I can think of. Uh, but these guys, these guys were just wild and crazy. So they would they would break shit all the time, like all the time, dude. And I'm talking about like TVs, couches, chairs. And- That's why I don't like throwing parties at my shit. Because yeah, if some exactly, dude bro. came to my house and fucking broke my TV. I'm fucking pissed, bro. That's why I'd rather go to someone else's house and break their fucking TV. Bro, literally. <laughs> dude, dude, that ass. So, li- listen to this, right? Before we go to the greatest party. So, basically, we had this formal, right? We had this formal. Um, It's basically like when like the new kids get in. Like the pledges. Yeah. And uh, basically, you know, there's 20 guys. Like whoever can afford it. We ended up going to West Virginia, right? I go to West Virginia. It's like 200 per. This huge mansion, right? 20 guys, right? We'd all have dates, like so. We all brought like whatever date that we wanted to, and then we just invite invite like a bunch of sorority girls after, or like whoever like we were cool with. And <laughs> so this is like this is the most wild one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about like the craziest one. Some Project X shit. Uh, Project X shit. Probably not that big, <laughs> all right, buddy. But yeah, I could I could never get I could never get that bad because I mean realistically we were only D two schools, so, right? You know, but. Yeah, dude. So we're at this huge ass mansion, nice as fuck. We're all dressed to the nine, right? It's like a formal, right? Like a like a getaway weekend. Um, the pledges get initiated in by their uh, pledge master. Basically, the pledge master is um, it's just a guy that uh that oversees the pledge process. There's a bunch of rules and shit. Um, we don't really have to get into that, but um, with the pledge master. But at the end of the day, like that's what it is. So he lets them in, and we're all having a crazy ass time, right? And to kind of paint the scene a little bit. This house had like 11 bedrooms, right? There were, now, there was 20 guys. We all had dates. But there were also like a lot more girls there. Realistically, there were probably like 60 people there. And um, yeah, there's like 11 beds. And we're all just like, I'm blackout drunk, dude. Like blacked the fuck out. Yeah. Talking about everything like just crazy. So it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I, I decide like, hey, like let's go downstairs. Because downstairs were all the bed- bedrooms were. There was like two bedrooms like upstairs. Like this huge balcony, right? That like had an open floor plan with like this huge ass living room, and there was like nine bedrooms like in the basement with this place. So basically, before we ended up going, my buddy Ryan, right, is also most likely listening to this. Ryan, love you, brother. Ryan's are always well. the craziest bastards. Ryan's huh? Ryan's a, Ryan was a fifth year. He doesn't mind me saying that, but Ryan was a fifth year. Um, and yeah, dude, this guy, man, he was crazy. He's probably one of the craziest ones out of all of us. So he put the he put the he like when we made the reservation, he put it in his name. And going into it, the type of guys that I, you know, was in a fraternity with, like I said, they were fucking wild. They were crazy. They break shit all the time, dude. All the fucking time. Like chairs, TVs, anything. When they're drunk, they throw bottles at the wall. Like shit. You bro, crazy. Crazy shit. So you got to remember though, that's at our house. They would do that at our house, like at our fraternity house. And like during meetings and shit, we would have to talk to them and be like, listen, Bryce, like what the fuck did you do that? You owe us fucking 80 bucks. I had to clean it up. You know what I mean? Type shit. So 
Um, he had YouTube there, and all of a sudden, like, he's asleep. I'm downstairs, like, playing pool or some shit. And I just hear this loud bang. Right, and before I go any further, I I don't condone any of this. Like, <laughs> I was I was the fraternity president at this time. It was I was a junior. Um, just got elected. It was ba- it's basically also like a so, like a celebration for the newly elected e board members for the fraternity. So, yeah. So I go upstairs. I'm like, dude, what? I'm with my boy uh, Riley. I'm like, bro, what? So we go upstairs, and there's like this balcony on top of the living room, right? And these motherfuckers are so, like, I don't know what they were on. They were on something. It's like, by the way, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. They're throwing stuff off this balcony. I'm talking, like, chairs, like, vases, like, t- televisions. Bro, everything that you can think of that they could find that they could pick up. We're just throwing it, on, like, over the floor plan on the living room. Like, into the living room. And just, like, going crazy. I'm like, guys, like, Calm what, the fuck what the fuck are we doing? And they're like, dude, like fuck it a lot of them were like seniors fuck it we're done bro and like i'm thinking in my head i'm like dude like this is destruction of property this is not okay and by the way this, like it's only funny in hindsight because it all got sorted out it's not okay i, I want to put that out right now like i do not condone any of this alex thing. is saying next time you go to a party destroy the first fucking television you these see. guys would just destroy anything that they like as soon as they got some liquor and some other stuff in their system they would do whatever all right so after like five minutes of talking to these guys i'm like shit Dude, this is on fucking Ryan's card. <laughs> and uh, Ryan's asleep. So I go downstairs. I'm like, dude, uh, you want to come upstairs? Like, Be ready to write off. a fucking he's check, like, bro. Yeah, he's with, his, he's with his date. He's like, dude, fuck off. Like, fuck off. Like, he's with his date. I'm like, dude, like, no. You don't fucking understand. You need to come up and, like, sort this out. Dude, he goes up. I've never. Now, Ryan's, um, Ryan's an Indian guy, right? Okay. I've never seen somebody's face. As soon as he went upstairs, turned more pale, more white. Like, because he knew he was fucking bankrupt, bro. Like, like, and he was just like, "What the fuck?" And like, he was always chill as fuck. He's like, "Dude, what the fuck? I'm fucked. I'm so fucked." I mean, like, I'll have I have a video I can show you guys after of the place. (laughs) Hell yeah! But, dude. I mean, like, there was, like, shit on the wall. Not, like, actual human shit. Oh, like, I thought you meant someone, no, t- like, some like bad grandpa shit, shit just took a fucking like, shot. Yeah, it was, like, colored, like, blue stuff and, like, green stuff. I was like, dude, what in the world is happening? So, at this point, there's 12 of them. Realistically, the only other two people, guys, that aren't a part of it are me and Ryan. We weren't stopping them. So, I'm like, dude, like, guys, like, go the fuck to bed. So, everybody goes to bed. We wake up, dude. Um... I remember just waking up and just looking at the scene and was like, this is just absolutely fucking wild. And I took a step back and was like, well, I kind of asked for this, right? Because I wanted to put myself in unique experiences for opportunities that I could share and have a college experience. I was as like, as you- if this isn't it, I don't know what the fuck it is. So aftermath of the story, um, I know I'm rambling, but aftermath of the story, you know, basically Ryan gets an email or not an email, a letter uh, in the mail. Um, damages were like 9k. Oh, fuck no. Moral of the story, don't ever put your fucking name in the card. And he put his name on the card, exactly. So, we had to create like a bunch of fundraisers and shit for that. Um, (laughs) we literally had to do fundraisers the entire semester just to pay for it. So, yeah. I mean, and he was able to sort it out in court and stuff, but poor guy. Hell yeah. Poor fucking bastard. But the crazy, going back, the craziest story that I would say, uh, Lil Mosey and Juju Smith-Schuster came up to our party once. 
Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Juju. That's Fim. He was probably fucking doing a TikTok dance while he was no, there. No, he was, yeah. Oh, so this might have been pretty TikTok. It was at a baby concert, and Will Mosey, like, so the baby concert was our homecoming concert. He was son the of, son of Fort Vegas. Oh, um, yeah. And Lil Mosey was like the opener, the second guy. No, there was like Rich the Kid was the opener. He didn't, he didn't come. Oh, Lil Mosey was fuck. the second. Bro, my concerts at my school were dog shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he has a lot of money. So, um, but yeah, so they ended up both coming, right? We knew sorority girls that like DM'd them beforehand, told them to slide. Um, my boy actually sold Lil Mosey like weed. Two G's for like two hundred bucks, which is kind of sick, crazy. I know, but Lil Mosey also has money, so he doesn't really care. Yeah, that's like fucking pennies, dude. He has a picture on his Instagram. I can show you, but uh, yeah. And then Juju Smith Schuster's down in the basement. And it was posted on Barstool, dude. And I'm, I'm like, I was a DJ for that night, so I was just like just out of the picture of like the video, like the one that went viral. He got like ten million views or something like that. Juju at like a frat party, or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was pretty sick. I, I got to talk to Juju. He was chill ass dude. I didn't get to talk, talk to Mosey because he had to leave. But uh, you know, Juju was chill as fuck. And then the funniest thing is, the next day, he was like, he said that like he couldn't. They said that like he couldn't practice because like they had a game that Sunday because he like fucked up his finger or something like that, which was bullshit. He was hungover. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking dope, bro. All right, the last little rapid fire question I'm gonna ask: favorite drinking game all time? Beer die. Not even close. Okay, okay, cool. That's a very solid one. I think a lot of people would agree. I agree that. And a lot of people you don't play it. I mean, I, I know they do in Boulder. But damn, Boulder's a big miss, die spot. I miss die, dude. We I should hit that die. shit up later, bro. At some point. Well, fuck, bro. We're low key. We're, what are you, 23? I'm 23, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm 22. We'll be, you'll be what, 24 this year? Uh, 24 in January. 23, 24. 22, 21. All right, we're going to fucking run some shit. We'll play some beer die. We can play some die. We need a fourth. Who's we fourth? Do. We'll get Zay, some uh, Zay, bro, change those shoes and come out. <laughs> change those fucking Uggs and we'll be out. D, <laughs> anything else you want to say? None. It was honestly pretty interesting to learn about all this stuff. I don't. I didn't know a lot. I know probably a lot of people on here didn't know a lot. But fuck, bro, that was interesting. It was cool to see like that experience that you had because it's Very pretty wild. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, dude, it changed me. I'll tell you what. Unique. I'll, uh, I'll say that. You know, it's definitely something that I got my college experience that I wanted. I got it out of the way. And, uh, you know, I'm a changed. I'm, I'm definitely not the same person I was two years ago with it, just living in that environment. But, but it taught you discipline and it made you a better person at the end of the day. Definitely, bro. Yeah. And I think, you know, all the slack that it gets, all the hate that it gets, you know, people just don't understand, like, what exactly goes on and shit, you know, with that, what it means to people. And, I mean, now, like, I mean, I haven't back, went back since fucking graduating and I don't plan on it honestly um because I'm in a new portion of my life and I'm a different person now but you know it did teach me a lot of cool skill values that memories you'll never give up exactly dude Crazy and that's the best thing shit. me and D talk about all the time making memories is the most important thing you can do in your life for sure so I think we can honestly call it there we hit hour 30 D you want to say anything else about Memorial Day oh who won the Celtics heat heat Which, won bro 108 to fuck. fucking like 83 all right, so the 3-0 comeback is still a record that is yet to be beaten. So shout out the Heat. We'll see you in fucking Denver. Right, nuggets, nuggets are going to fucking sweep your ass. Nuggets nuggets in five. I say Nuggets in five. Take it to the bank. Bro, it's going to be too easy. Yeah. I, I think the Heat will get Adebayo is going to fucking guard the, Jokic. the should be MVP of the league. I can't see like I can't see the Nuggets just swept the Lakers. They're a great team and they're going to win, but I can't see them winning four in a row again. 
I don't you know. Guys think so? No, I don't know about. Four I, I would say I'll, I'll say Nuggets in six. Okay. I'll say Nuggets in okay. six. It's always they always have to drag out because if it was a four zero sweep again, the NBA would lose so much fucking money. They make so much money on those games. Yeah. No, they do. Lucky. But shout out Nuggets. Shout out Heat. Uh, sh- happy Memorial Day to everyone else that's listening. Thank, big thank you to Alex, the fucking G, for coming out, sharing his story. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully Absolutely. it cleared out some of the misconceptions, and hopefully you guys got a real look into what fraternity life is like. So unless D wants to say anything, I'll send us out. No, go for it. All right, guys. That was it. We'll be back next week, next Tuesday. Off the rip. Let's go. Oh, we know.